You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Well, this car could be systematic, hydromatic, ultramatic. <laughs> Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? It's up next. Brayden Harrington, Davey Portman, postwrestling.com. Most recently featured on Blog TO. Top 50 podcasts you should listen to if you live in Toronto. Really? They didn't mention me and you, but damn it. We work for post wrestling, so we're in the list. Um, how are you, Davey? I'm all right. I'm all right. My you look fr- like you're dying. Also, uh, we it's super cold. It's really cold here in Canada. Uh, everyone listening, um, we did not plan this, but I woke up earlier than you. I got ready. I feel mm. a little bit more chipper. Had a shower. I'm currently wearing black bootio sweatpants mm. and a pink hoodie. Yeah. And then I bump into you in our kitchen, and you are also wearing a pink hoodie. But I'm wearing Animal from the Muppets pajama bottoms. Right. Yeah. Which I own very similar yeah. bottoms. Um, we look like we're the Heart Foundation. Sure, yeah. I'll be Brett, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> we were at a bar this week, and someone came up to me and said, Has anyone ever said, you look like Jim the Anvil Nine? I don't that? know. It's bugging me. Someone, someone has said that. They said I don't look like Neidhart. Was but, that at the party the other day? Yes. Okay. Someone said that we're the best tag team in wrestling podcast history, which I was like, first of all, we're the second best, but thank you. And they said, yeah, you guys would be like like a tag team. And I was like, yeah, like the uh, Heart Foundation. And he's like, well, I guess we know who Anvil would be. And then <laughs> walks off. I was like, oh. I don't remember this at all. Because my beard. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I shape it like that. Yeah, we went to, uh, you, you have a lot of friends at Wide Open. Yeah. A bar. Toronto. Is that why you're still hungover? I'm not hungover. No, I've I've had this throat thing for the last couple of days. That's why I've got Lemsip here. Got a little hot toddy. Yeah. Um, and then I closed the bar last night as well. So yeah. uh, just just a bit tired, waking up in the morning. But I'm all right. I'm all right. So what have you been up to? How are you? How are you in this cold Canadian winter? It's so cold. Like 
it's our place normally stays pretty warm, but for some reason this morning I woke up and it's too don't cold. Know, the heating's not on, or we've got a draft somewhere or something. It's there's a draft in the scrump room. Yeah, the back room there. It's meant to get to minus twenty this weekend. That sounds ridiculous. That sounds horrible. Um, but yeah, I'm good. We um, it was my uh, the bar I'm a regular at, uh, wide open. It was their sixteenth birthday on Tuesday. Sweet sixteenth. Yeah, so. We went along to that. That was a lot of fun. As soon as we got there, uh, Shannon and Sarah, the owners there, were just pouring sake yeah, down our mouths. That's okay, because me and you showed up, and we had like maybe a few beers before, you know, maybe we smoked a joint, and then we show up to this party late, purposely, mm. and the first thing that happens is sake is now poured sake into our mouth. Sake and pink feather boas around us. Yeah, yeah. so like... And, and like I was like really cool. I, I think we I did maybe two or three mouthfuls of the sake mm. poured down my throat, and then I have not had sake in a while. Mm. I do not choose to drink this always. But then it was about five minutes afterwards, and I'm just standing there, and I wasn't talking to anyone at the second, and I'm like, oh, that sake has hit me. And then I don't say anything, and then I turn to you, and I'm like, gonna say that to you, and you look at me, and you have this look on your eye, and you go, dude. That sake fucked me up. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so it's not just me. Sake it to me, baby. The thing is as well, you know when you uh, you don't actually know what you... I thought it was going to be tequila or whiskey yeah, I or something. It was and then like... it was like, well, what is this? What is this? And it keeps on being poured down. Well, I'm like, is that sake? And she's like, it's sake. I'm like, okay, cool, great. I love some sake. You know when we'll be drinking sake? Next year at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> when we go over there. You can buy them in cans, 24 hours. You can Damn. drink them on the street. It's great. Nice. I don't really like them. No. Strong Zeros are better. Okay. Real ones, no. Strong Zeros. Are, are they like the Four Loco kind of stuff? No, it's like a mixed drink. Just like, okay. trust me, you'll love it. Is it super sugary? I've gone off all the sugary stuff. You yeah. like your like uh, rocket fuel. What is it called? Kick? No. Um, Red Rain? No. What is it? Red Bull? Yeah, you know, the energy drink, but the vodka one. Oh, uh, I have I have stopped kind of drinking those too. To be honest, I mean they're not really great for you. The no. only time I drink Red Bull is if I do like uh, like Thursdays. I work Thursdays. We we, we do NXT up next in the mornings. Mm. Then I go to my day job. Now I produce a radio show Monday to Friday, and then Thursday nights I go to a club. So by the end of the Thursday night, I'm kind of like emptied out. Yeah, yeah. So I always have a Red Bull at work. But yeah, um, that's fair. Sugary drinks are my, my uh, New Year's resolution was to drink more tea. Okay, how's I'm, it going? For I'm you? drinking a coffee right oh, now. Oh, nice! So you're going really well. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's other things in my in my New Year's resolutions, like to be a nicer guy. Okay. To uh, cut out the past, like like if something needs to be removed, then I need to like keep it removed. That's yeah. what I'm trying to do. So what is what do you think? Cool. Yeah. Should I keep going with it? Yeah, I think you should make loads of. Um, inspirational Instagram posts about, about it being New Year, New You. Well, yeah. And cutting out all the haters and all that. <laughs> and then maybe get live, love, laugh on the wall oh, as well. Oh, no. And I start don't. wearing yoga pants. Well, I do when you're not home. <laughs> <laughs> Lululemons. <laughs> when God gives you lemons, I'd be praying that they're Lulu. Um, do we have a, a lot of stuff to talk about? Um, I showed... A non-wrestling fan, Kenny Omega versus Tanahashi yep. from Wrestle Kingdom. And this is, of course, my one of my best friends, Cameroon. And he says, uh, Kenny Omega's music was from some video game. Mm. I had no idea that this was a whole video game like thing. Um, 
segueing into that, we've been playing Mario Kart and we need to get the Switch and Twitch sorted out so mm-hmm. we can tweet because you get so fucking mad. Oh, you, you almost fought me. I you, didn't fight you. You threw the controller, which is I not ours. I didn't throw the controller. And then you just scream <laughs> and yell. And oh, it's then, just so annoying. And I thought it was just when you play with me. And then your girlfriend came over. And the other day, I'm like in my room. And then I hear like screaming. And I'm like, oh, they're, they're in a fight, which you've never, ever gotten in a fight. And then I hear you screaming. And I'm like, no, no, no. He's just mad at Mario Kart. <laughs> I'm sorry for the things I say during Mario Kart. <laughs> um... I'm trying to think of other things we've done this week. We watched the NXT UK show. Yeah, what did you think of that? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think Tyler Bate is a like superhero. Mm. He's a machine. He was made in a lab to be a British wrestler. Yeah. Um, that match, the tag match, tag match takeover was great. Blackpool, that tag match was so fucking good. Um, I didn't mind the main event, and I loved Tony Storm winning, uh, but the tag was my favorite. The tag was the best, yeah. Yeah, what did you think of that? Yeah, I agree. I thought the tag match was excellent. Um, I was I was really disappointed with um, Devlin Banks. Uh, yeah. Well, because, not happening. Because, it, that actually, yeah, that was the match I wanted to see. Yeah, I felt... Pretty bad. That was... Remember when Bate and Dunn had their match in Chicago, and a lot of people at that point didn't know who they were sure and they they became superstars that night because they put on such a good match right i thought uh devlin and banks had the potential to sure do that and instead you bring out finn balor which is cool it's cool but like really that's a match you want to see with build it's and they're boys the guy too. who's always been compared to balor right who's his trainer going up against him and then just to to lose as well. I know they're pushing Finn at the moment. I just thought it was to create a moment, especially for probably the US fans who are watching who right. ba- maybe don't follow NXT UK and then be like, oh, that's cool. But really, are we going to talk about that match in a week's time? Probably not. Right. Um, Devlin Banks, I think, could have stolen the show. I would have liked to have seen Banks versus Devlin more than Finn Balor. I mean, we're going to get it down the line, I'm sure. You're going to get you're going to get it probably at the next uh, takeover. Yeah. You know? I mean, they should wait it out. They probably ha- I mean, they probably taped already, but and I don't read that. <laughs> but but that's the match you want to see. Yeah. And we didn't get it, so now you want to see even more. So maybe yeah. the takeover match. I thought that was a real shame. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the takeover. I didn't think it was like sensational, but then you go back to like those early NXT takeovers sure. and they were kind of like that. It's going to take time and people need to, uh, wrestling is all about the stories and stuff. So as good as a match can be, you need to be invested. So it's going to take more time to build these characters and make you really care about everything that's happening. But yeah, that, uh, the first, match the tag match i thought was great the sort of suicide dive doomsday device counter thing was awesome i don't know like i i am not a man who works out constantly obviously looking at me um but tyler Bate clearly does because i don't know what he does like i call him a machine because i think he might be one uh he picks a guy up for the spin and then had a guy on his shoulders as well and did the spin like dude you're gonna have a hernia so bad so quick uh, I thought that was so good. Uh, definitely go check that out for anyone who listens to us. Probably already did. So uh, I would I would watch more of those for sure. And for the review, postwrestling.com, 
British Wrestling Experience, BWE, with the lads. They covered the, the show. They gave out their review. So go listen to that in its entirety. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other house cleaning... Uh, uh, we watched SmackDown this week. I thought uh, Rey Mysterio versus Andrade no longer Cien Almas. What the fuck is a Cien Almas? <laughs> um, uh, you, yeah, we Mysterio were getting ready for versus that. Andy was great. Andy, Andy, <laughs> Mexican Andy. That's Andrade. Uh, yeah, we were getting ready for that party, and I went on Twitter and I saw that that was the match they were going to put out for free. Yeah, not WrestleMania, SmackDown. Andrade Cien Almas versus Rey Mysterio. So we watched that. Contender for one of my matches of the year oh, so far. Awesome uh, match. That was fucking like, great. Best match on TV in WWE. Rey Mysterio? I don't know. Rey Mysterio, he got like... He went back to Mexico. And they found the, like, the most strongest, fastest, most athletic like 20-year-old. Yeah. And then Rey Mysterio murdered him. And then stole his knees and got them surgically he, put into his body. He's taken like what whatever Captain America took. Yeah. Or, the serum. Yeah. It's so, super soldier serum. It's crazy. Like, Rey Mysterio is not the same person from like 10 years ago. He, he returned at, um, at Raw after WrestleMania 30. Okay. That was like my first WrestleMania. Uh, my first Monday Night Raw I went to. Rey Mysterio came back. And that whole run, like they partnered him up with Sin Cara for a bit. Yeah, it wasn't good. He just, he wasn't the same anymore. He was, he was like softer. Like he was always wearing a shirt because... He didn't look great. Because and, he's gotten older. And that's what people yeah. do. And it was like, but okay, yeah. we're seeing this guy at the end of the, his career now. Now, you watch him now, and it's it's like... It's like that right never in happened. 2003. It's yeah. crazy. This match with Cien Almas. I'm going to specifically call him that now. Yeah. <laughs> They've got such that great chemistry. Great. And I, I'm i really hoping... Um, it's the Mania match. I hope it is Mania match. Mask I think you hair. can have... That would be awesome. Um, you can have, like... Ray eliminate Andrade in the Rumble. Yes. So that, that kind of puts them up one apiece at right. that point. Um, it's good you to still see this do guy. have two pay-per-views after the Rumble before Mania. True. Um, so they got to do some other things before that. Yeah, but I, I would love them to keep them apart until Mania. It's, it's just really good to see both sides of this because Andrade is seeing almost is a guy who's coming up. And people are like, oh, why do people like this guy? Yeah, he had one really good match in NXT. Other than that, like that's what people say all the time when you talk about yeah. him. Because his match with Gargano, oh, the greatest match ever, yeah. But what what have you done lately, essentially? And then he came to SmackDown, and he had a few good matches. But this run is so good for him. That match I, was the best thing he could do. And, and Rey Mysterio is the opposite. He's a guy who was everywhere, and then kind of was like... Done and then no, actually I can still go and hit Canadian destroyers, which are no longer banned yeah. in WWE TV, <laughs> by the way. Um, so I don't know. I just love this. He was he was one on our uh, worst off list where it was worst call up. That a lot of people we didn't said, say that. And, no, we and didn't I say said that. I kind of disagree because do, yeah. I feel what's going to get him over is we his said, wrestling. Yeah, we said on the show we disagreed with someone because they said Andrade was the worst call up, and we said no, 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 no. Watch what he does next. Watch what he does. I think and look. he's one of the call-ups they've treated well. Right. Like, just putting him in good matches against against decent people, not always winning. Right. But, obviously, a win against Mysterio should be a big thing. I and think that they should be building is. on that now. It, and I it think is. They are. Yeah. Um, um, so, Andrade Cien Almas won't be one of the wrestlers asking for their release then. Yeah. Is, oh. that, is that... 
Yeah, it's great. So apparently, uh, so the Mike rumor, and Maria Bennett. Yeah, they're have gone. Request their release. Yes, look, listen. WWE is is based from a family of carnies, the McMahons, right? Yeah. Carnies are known for scamming people. You know why it's you're, people call it's called a mark. You know why people are called marks? Why? Because back in the day when like wrestling was carnivals and shit, you would go and people wouldn't know it was a fake fight. And if you bought it, if you believed it was fight uh, a fight. The promoter would take like a thing of chalk and mark it on you, at some po- some part on you, so that other people would know like you're gullible. You would know. You would spend money, so you were marked. You're a mark. Carnies. Maria and Mike Bennett came into WWE. He had his drug problem. Mm-hmm. He beat it. She had a baby. Now they're back, and they're like, "All right, cool, thanks, see ya." <laughs> they out carnied the carnies. You have no idea. This is like. I love both these guys, uh, but Bennett and Maria are really like the nicest people. I've followed them through Ring of Honor. They're friends with my friends. They're fucking fantastic. They've been put in this really shit role. I I have not watched any of his matches on WWE since being here. Oh, he's like, had about five. Yeah, days. like like I, I he's an inspirational dude. If you follow him on Twitter and stuff, especially because all the setbacks in his life, mm. he didn't know how far he was gonna be, but. They paid for your everything, and then you just dip on them. I'm like, oh, that's so... I don't know. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. How long are they going to be on the shelf before he can... Is he a name that's going to show up at All Elite Wrestling? Probably not. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's very interesting. And obviously, there are so many rumors flying around, and you've got to take everything with yeah, a, a grain of, of salt. But um, that's not the big... One thing I read this... Okay, yeah. two things I've read this morning are apparently... The revival yes. of their win against Kalisto and Metalik on Raw, while still in gear, asked for their release. That's crazy. Um, hasn't been granted yet. You know, uh, um, the other rumor about that is uh, FTR, mm-hmm. so fuck the revival. Free for, the revival. Free the yeah. revival has suspiciously been trademarked. <laughs> By who? I don't know. Yeah. Um, um, I feel like that is a fucking tw- like turn of events. If you watch... All Elite Wrestling and the Revival are there. Like, oh, that's great. That's fucking nuts because yeah. everyone needs to see the Young Bucks and the Revival. Yeah. It's, it's got to happen. But, you know, what's really going to happen is they're going to just get more money and then be champions on Raw next week. Well, that's the other thing. Um, apparently, again, take everything with a grain of salt, but WWE has told people if you can show on paper an offer from another company, they'll beat it, even double mm. it on the spot. What? If they sign immediately. Is that real? I don't know. They've got all this Saudi money now. Like Saudi money. They've got more money than Blood they've money. ever had. And it's true. But it's just interesting. It seems that they're it shows worried. You, it shows you... I, I don't know. It shows you that certain people don't... You don't need money to be happy, right? You want to do something because you like doing it. And I feel like a lot of these people are. That's why like the Kenny Omega thing like I don't think he'll take money from WWE because he wants to do things that he likes doing like yeah that's just something like an artist essentially right yeah that's that's what people are but who who else would be like because the revival is not something I would instantly say these guys are going to leave but it makes sense with the whole storyline and stuff I don't know if these guys are actually boys in real life because they've tweeted back and forth they had the fuck the revival band they weren't allowed to say it on their being Mm. the elite show because from WWE but who else would you want to see jump ship kind of thing? Because there's a few guys that are literally doing nothing that could probably like really benefit from, from going over to this other 
show company. Well, it's it's all the uh, the talented people lost in that mid card shuffle, yeah. isn't it? Um, like a Tyler Breeze repackaged and right. as someone else there would be great. Like he's fantastic. This is true, but not doing it. He had that one match the other week, which was which was cool to see him on TV again. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I it's, feel like it's you all will that see, kind of people because you will see you will see someone some other people leave to go to because especially especially if you're in the main roster and you're looking at NXT and you're like, okay, I already don't have a place, yeah, and we're gonna be having your undisputed eras, your champers, your sure, Gargano, all up. these people gonna going up, yeah. and there's gonna be even less of a place yeah. for me. Um, yeah, people should be looking like you know. Just because you leave WWE doesn't mean you can't go back mm. to WWE. I mean, Chris Jericho now yeah. saying, like, hey, I'm signed for three years, but doesn't mean, like, I still will go back if they want me. Yeah. I don't know. As long as it's good terms yeah. when you're leaving. I don't know. It's pretty interesting. I just want this to be successful so that it's good. Like Completely. Cody Rhodes says they're not really focusing on, like, writers and storylines. They're focusing on, like, the actual, like, wrestling, which is why I like watching wrestling. Yeah. So I'm pretty intrigued and pretty interested uh, to see where they go with this, but I want to see a little bit more, you know, cheekiness. I want to see a guy show up on their show and leave Raw and like things like that. But you probably won't because contracts. contracts nowadays you can't really yeah. do that, yeah. um, which is too bad. But you know, we shall see. It's, it's an, what a time to be alive as a wrestling fan. Um, quick note before we jump into anything else: we're going to WrestleMania. New York. Yep. Um, if anyone is going to WrestleMania in New York and listens to this show, we want to do some sort of meetup or something down the line. So just planting that seed now for anyone going to WrestleMania weekend in uh, the Big Apple. We will be there. And we're looking uh, to meet some listeners and have some fun. Just yeah. planting that seed now. Absolutely. Um, did you watch... UK, 205, what did you watch? Um, I only had time for You literally uh, only had NXT. time for 205 seconds. <laughs> well, 205 has now moved to Tuesdays. Yeah, so. let's discuss it just a tiny little bit because there was a debut. Yeah, I... I the one time you should have watched it. I know. You fucking idiot. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, but Humberto Carrillo yeah. was apparently on 205 Live this week, answered Buddy Murphy's challenge. That I'm I'm definitely going to watch that because yes. I think uh, I think both of them are fantastic and that should be a really good match. We're, we also have to mention the Worlds Collide tournament. Yeah. So it's two hundred five versus UK NXT mm-hmm. versus NXT. Yeah. Versus main roster two or no? No, it's just those three. It's at Access uh, Rumble weekend. That's going to so be cool. broadcasting it on the network. Oh, they are broadcasting. They are, but it's it's going to be more of it's like take matches from Access. Yeah. So, um, How great can they be? I think it's a great idea. Um, I'd like to see that done on a bigger scale. Can you tell me, how is 205 going back to being live if SmackDown's moving? SmackDown won't move until, is it September? Oh, okay. Um, so, okay. yeah. I wasn't sure. About yeah, the, the the new deal isn't until later in the year. So, 205 Live, uh, our, our favorite enhancement talent, Roberto Carrillo. Humberto. Humberto. He's on this episode of NXT as yeah. well. He's, he had a busy week. Yeah. Um, good for him. I thought he would be repackaged before he was brought up. We talked about that. because I thought he would wear a mask or something, but he's not. 
we'll see. Um, yeah, both both him and Raul Mendoza have yeah. just a little a little weird look, generic. Then, but I'm happy for them. Um, we we watched them grow up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we talk about this week's NXT? We should. I've just uh, read something else that is NXT related. Yes. Uh, Dakota Kai yes. has suffered an ACL injury. She's out. She tore her ACL, so unfortunately she's going to be out for probably quite a while. That's unfortunate. Um, which is a real shame. Um, so get well soon, Dakota. Oh. Um, but on that, shall we move into NXT? Yeah! <laughs> You know, there's something we forgot to mention. Like a week or two ago, we were at karaoke. And I know you don't know this person. But I saw the karaoke gremlin. Did you? You told me a lot about her. I saw her. Mm-hmm. She has a boyfriend now. Oh. She looks really happy. Clearly he feeds her after midnight. See a karaoke goblin or something? <laughs> she was wearing like a David Bowie outfit and it wasn't Halloween. It was like two weeks ago. She had, right. the, she had the makeup on like Stardust. I didn't understand. Just thought I'd tell you. Oh, nice. Proud of you. NXT. <laughs> From January 16th, Full Sail University, the Street Profits come down to the ring. Montez Ford is wearing these round glasses. Now, me and you do not wear glasses. Actually, you wear glasses. I wear glasses. Um, but you don't have round ones, so you're not... I've lost my glasses, actually, so it's a good job I'm going home in a few weeks. Cause... Right, you're going to the UK yeah. in February. Yeah. So any listeners, uh, are you going to any wrestling? I'm definitely going to the Progress show on the 24th. In February Camden. 24th? Yeah. Nice. Um, I don't know if I'm doing... Uh, I might go to the Coventry NXT UK tapings. Right. Um, I may go to see Park versus Osprey if you I can get a ticket. definitely need to see Park versus um, Osprey. But that's like the day after I get back. Oh. So I feel like... I, I, I don't want to eat up too much time going to see wrestling that's when I'm fair. home. I'm... Gonna be seeing my family and friends I haven't seen for a while. That's a, that's but that's there's there's a lot on when I'm back, so I'd like to try and catch some things. Right. Street Profits Montez Ford has round glasses. Maybe after your trip to the UK, you'll also wear round glasses. I don't wear glasses, but if I did, they'd be round. I'd wear them like Montez <laughs> Ford. Uh, he's just got so much swag. Moro Ronaldo mentions that the Street Profits beat the mighty, and I scratched my head and went, "Who? Yeah, who's that?" Uh, he also mentions that the Street Profits are the Evolved Tag Team Champions. He just mentions it. It's pretty cool. That is cool, it yeah. It is cool. I, I enjoy that. I do not watch Evolve, but I feel like I should. Um, I wish they'd, just across all the brands, do that more. Because they have a relationship with Evolve. They have yeah. a relationship with uh, Progress um, and ICW and stuff. And... They're more likely to mention it more in NXT and stuff when people hold these championships. So, sure. like, Walter's just debuted and he's the Progress Champion at the right. moment. Yeah, yeah. But I always... That's the future. I always That's find it future. weird in on, like, Raw or SmackDown when you'll have someone come up and they don't mention acknowledge it. at all. That's why I thought it was really cool when Kevin Owens yes, made his debut because he was the champion and he came out with that title and stuff. It's true. Um, 
I just wish they'd do it more often. Well, speaking of champions, David. Oh, boy. This is what everyone came to listen to. Oh. The, the Street Profits, they're in a tag team match. And now their opponents come out. David, this is the moment we've been waiting for. It's JC and Chris. Okay, my notes here. I was watching this late last night, about four in the morning. I was pretty tired. And then I'm, holy fuck, it's JC and Chris. Metro Brothers, fuck. I can't believe it's these guys again. Fuck me. I was so excited to see JC and Chris. I lost my shit. Oh. Uh, Metro Brothers, they have a name now. Yeah. Because before they were just JC and Chris. Now they're JC and Chris Metro. 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 Clearly they are a tag team on uh, the Indies circuit somewhere. Uh, I followed them both on Twitter last night. Oh, yeah? Uh, I think they just joined. Okay. <laughs> uh, for those of you who are not familiar with JC and Chris, they also used to be known as Deuce and Domino, apparently, because that's what they came out dressed as. Yeah. Uh, one of my other favorite tag teams. I love these two. <laughs> They're my favorite. If they... Uh, were in Evolve, I'd watch. I just, I like to think at, at Full Sail, they're doing like a, just a amateur production of Grease. And, in the back where the, and they're like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, we, we need people we need to extras. go against, uh, Street Profits. And these guys, yeah, well, I'm not on again until the finale. So yeah, come on, just wear what you're wearing. They've just done Grease Lightning and come out. <laughs> uh, go Grease Lightning. So JC and Chris, they're gonna they're gonna fight the Street Profits here. Uh, I could tell you not a lot about this match, but I looked up the Metro Brothers, and uh, they're fantastic. Trained, they're trained by the Dudleys. They're trained by the Dudleys. It, that is that is facts. The commentary team definitely made sure to tell me that. Uh, someone on Twitter uh, said that the Metro Brothers actually competed in like a bunch of Florida. Indie wrestling. That's where they're from. So that's clearly how they got dragged into yeah. uh, NXT here. So God bless JC and Chris, the greatest tag team of all time. Uh, they're going up against the Street Profits. Uh, this was a really quick match. Dawkins and Montez are like play fighting early on. And Dawkins shoves Montez so hard that he falls over. And the crowd didn't know how to react to this. Because they're like, oh my god, is this the breakup? But realistically, Montez just laughs it off, um, hits the frog splash, and they win. This was like a minute-long match. This was really Does nothing. Montez Ford have the best frog splash? Yo, that frog splash he, is height. He gets so high. He's a he's a tall, springy dude. Yeah, he is. Um, That's a crazy his frog, frog splash. splash is beautiful. He goes so he got higher than me when I was watching this episode of NXT. <laughs> he was so fucking high up in the air there. Um, so they pin. JC and Chris, and they're posing with their glasses and their, their chains and their drinks, and they are attacked by the Forgotten Sons. Boo. The Forgotten Sons beat them up. Uh, Jackson Riker hits his spine buster thing. Um, then the greatest crowd chant uh, from Full Sail, maybe ever, uh, it is, We Forgot You. <laughs> yeah, and then Stay Forgotten. Stay Forgotten, We Forgot You. Um, so these guys stand tall over Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins, and they say, You won't forget us again, Montez! You won't! You won't forget us! And then throws them down. Um, 
And then the commentary says, they won't be forgotten no more. It's like, wow, how many fucking times can you say forgot? In if this- they ever turn uh, babyface, will they then be the remembered sons? or <laughs> They achieve their goal of being remembered. And- this is the height of the forgotten wow. sons right here. Like, it feels like these guys have X-Pac heat, really. Yeah. I don't think it's yeah. the right kind of heat. No. Um, people just don't want to see them. They're forgotten. I already forgot about them. I don't know. I don't need to see that match. Uh, the commentary did a good job through this whole episode. It was mostly Percy. Every time someone fought, he's like, Hey, SmackDown and Raw are, are taking a lot of call-ups, so now's the time for NXT people to shine. And I'm like, he's he's right. He should be telling you that. Yeah. Because Street Profits should you know, be in the tag title thing. They should get yeah. a push. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believed him when he said that. But then it's the Forgotten Sons program. So I'm yeah. like, well, no, that's shit. So, um... So a lot happened here. We had the Forgotten Sons, we had JC and Chris, and we had the Street Profits. Just the tag team division is lit up. Yeah. Whew! Uh, We forget you. Love it. Uh, Kathy Kelly is backstage with Matt Riddle. He's wearing a dress shirt and a tie. Keith Lee is beside him. He's, like, training because tonight it's Keith Lee versus Cassius Ono. Now, I don't know about you, but when I have a main event match... Against someone, I let my friend cut my promo for me. (laughs) Matt Riddle says, uh, he's not cleared tonight. He's still hurt from the beatdown from Cassius Ono. In fact, he's not cleared, so he can't even be in Cassius, in Keith Lee's corner. Take that in for a second. He's not cleared, therefore he cannot be ringside. Damn. Has that always been a thing? Yeah. I don't know, I'm pretty sure you've seen like Heyman in a wheelchair before at ringside, haven't pretty we? Sure we've seen every aspect yeah. of anyone. Be- we've seen Shelton Benjamin's mama be a manager yeah. ringside. You're telling me she was cleared. <laughs> uh, okay, so Matt Riddle is not cleared to be ringside, so he can't come watch his friend beat up Cassius Ono. However, he knows that Keith Lee will, uh, will mess up Ono and that he's got to leave a little something for me. So this is clearly uh, leading to more Cassisono versus Matt Riddle. Oh, yeah. Bro. Um, I know you don't like Matt Riddle on the mic. Like, right now. You, the character is, like, something you're not, like, invested in. Yeah, I mean, I, I need to see more. I Me just too, don't yeah. think... Um, I think just a chilled stoner gimmick isn't enough to really yeah. be invested in you becoming the guy. Right. Um, I to kind of figure it out. Also, same goes for Keith Lee. These two guys, Matt Riddle and Keith Lee, they feel like they were plucked out of somewhere else and put here. Oh, wait, they actually were plucked out of somewhere and mm. just plopped here. So it's like, that's what it feels like. So I love both these guys, but I, I don't know. This was like not... St- I love Matt Riddle, but like I need to see more yeah. of it. Also, if weed like becomes legal like throughout every state... Mm. Will he be, will Matt Riddle be like the Stone Cold? Like, you know, like Stone Cold comes out drinking beer, like, you know what I mean? Matt Riddle, when weed's legal, will be like, you know, he's going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Actually, watching SmackDown with you the other day, Mm -hmm. Becky Lynch is Stone Cold Steve Austin. When she comes in and drinks the smoothie with uh, heavy machinery, greatest call-up ever. (laughs) Oh, is... Is EC3's call-up better? Because I don't know if anyone's ever debuted in a picture-for-picture. Yeah. So... Great call-ups. Great call-ups. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Alistair Black, in this weird 
like video promo thing. He's in like a green screen. <laughs> There's smoke in the background. He says, Tomasa Champa, you thought you were safe, but you will get all the reckoning you deserve. I will absolve you of all your sins. Next week, let's start the fight a little early. And you will fade to black. I thought this was a little bland. I feel like if you had Kathy Kelly just interviewing him, it would have made more sense. I'm, this was like a video. He was talking to us, like in a, green, like screen a green screen with thing. smoke going on. Yeah. It looked I'm, like he was in my room. I'm kind of over these, like, boiler room, smoky, dark room, like, Wyatt Family Undertaker he, style. Yeah, he's better than um, this. I just think it, it takes the cool factor out of him. Yeah, that's um, what I mean. Like, he, he's cool already. You don't yeah. need this. But it was like this, yeah, green screen, blue smoke kind of thing. It's um, very Undertaker-y, but... Yeah, like, what he said was fine. I just think it, yeah, it... It would have been better it if it was like, cool hey, aspect. Alistair, can we have a minute? And he's like, it, you know, kickboxing in the background. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And then they're like, hey, what do you have to say to Champa? And he's like, Champa, like, next week, I'll whoop your ass. Like, that's it. Yeah. And he would have got uh, way cooler. Yeah. But instead, he's like... It starts with his back to the camera, he turns. It's like very cheesy Undertaker. It's, it's using, like, when you're someone like Alistair Black as well, using your catchphrase, like, yeah. fade to black. And I will absolve you of your sins was awesome in the match, yeah. but now it's... You gotta make money off it, I get it. It's like... I don't mind catchphrases, you know, but you're right. You don't over... It's spice, and you're putting it's it like all someone in like the, the Rock the or a Chris Jericho, someone... Like some charismatic like that as a babyface, right? Use all your catchphrases. It's fine. Like, well, the no, but, want it. Imagine, but like someone like he's a he's a cool dude, and it's yeah. But imagine him on Monday Night Raw, right? And mm. he's in this hot feud, and he's got a match next on Raw after the break, and he's doing a live interview, and he says that in the live interview, it probably would get over. Sure. People will be like, "Absolve you of all your sins." Yeah. It's gonna be a thing. Like it could be, but instead, it was a taped thing. So yeah. clearly, though, Alistair Black, I was really like off him when he was champ because I was like ah oh, you're so kind of like bland and here it's that very bland but I see him evolving better than what this is so yeah. I, th I think he'll be fine especially on like the main roster I don't know this guy keeps every time you forget about him and want to move on to the next thing he, he reminds you that no 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 I'm pretty fucking good so yeah. Tommy and Alistair Black take my money speaking of take my money Bianca Belair the EST of NXT. She comes down to the ring. She will be facing Shayna Baszler at TakeOver Phoenix for the women's title. She... I said, as she comes to the ring, there's just a load of white men who can't dance. Yeah, they, they, like, they, they cut just, to that. They yeah. cut to like five different... Just me. ...people <laughs> like just really bad dancing. Also, like three of them were wearing Velveteen Dream shirts. <laughs> so like I was thinking of getting a Velveteen Dream shirt. Now like I'm going to look like that guy. So I don't want to... <laughs> Do that. Um, Bianca Belair grabs a microphone in the middle of the ring. She says, The world learned that they can't hold me down. 2019 just started, but I got that 2020 vision for that NXT women's title. She says, Shayna girl, I seen you with your, with your horse women galloping around. Well, you ain't gonna do nothing. And then Shayna Baszler comes out with... The horsewomen galloping around. They come down here. Shayna grabs a microphone. She says, Bianca, you are the EST of NXT. You've beaten records at the PC. Everyone knows it. Everyone talks about it. You're the fastest. 
You're the strongest. But Bianca, you're not the smartest. It doesn't matter how big your arms are. I'm going to tear them off. I actually love that line so much. Shayna Baszler, very intimidating. Bianca says, girl, uh, uh, my arms will be holding up that title. You're like everyone else, says Shayna. You're just afraid, but you won't say it. And you see, at NXT TakeOver, I'm changing your vocabulary. Bianca, you won't be undefeated. You will be overrated. And then she says, hey, you want to fight? We can fight right now. Don't worry about my two girls. They won't, they won't interfere. And then as she's saying that, Bianca whacks her across the face and dips out of the ring. And there's kind of like a stare off there. Uh, I thought this was great. I thought, I thought Shayna kind of outstaged her here. Like it made Shayna feel like she was, well, I you think... got the slap, but she calls her overrated and the crowd was like, oh shit, she got her. And I was like, damn, she did get her. Um, I think this was the first time Bianca's had a like a in ring live promo. She, I th- I think we've seen her before, but this was definitely I don't the... think so. I think she's just had like interviews back sure, then. Sure, that makes that could so be true. I thought she did pretty well. Yeah. Um, like I hate the horsewomen. Yeah, like they look awful. Um, they don't look very. They're just I've put them. Who's I just there? put they're gawking hyenas. They're, they're like they're like the putties from Mighty Morphin. They Power don't look Rangers. intimidating they're at all. There. They're like very, um, yeah, like they're just there. villain, but henchmen, henchmen, just cheesy. And it's they're two legit MMA fighters. Also, stop moving. It's in like whenever I've done <laughs> uh, like plays and stuff, the directors are always like stop moving. So many people have a habit of just shuffling. Yeah, they do that. Yeah, I noticed. And they're both like, Marina I Shafir mean, too, Marina Shafir is just like shuffling around the whole time. Straight to fight. And it's like, just plant your feet and stand still. Stop pulling fucking stupid facial expressions. You're going to look more intimidating. I like Marina Shafir though. I just, I just don't like these two yet. Um, I think, I mean, they're very, very new to this. And they're being put out far too early. And I get why they want to. Because it's right. cool. They want to do the horseman yeah, thing. Do, yeah. But they, they look so out of place. Yeah. They're not ready. Shana, and, that, though, and that's just watching them being stood behind Shayna. They look out of place. And then when um, when Bianca slapped Yeah, Shana, there was a little mess up. There was... Like, Jasmine was right in there. And then Marina looked like... She oh, was, is it? Is it yeah, my turn yeah, now? Yeah, she was supposed to go, but she didn't um, go. So Bianca did. The, actually, Bianca made the save by just leaving. Yeah, she slid out on, on a off timing, but it was fine. Uh, I so thought, yeah, I, I just thought, say stop pulling faces, stop moving around. Right. And also, Shayna, like the character, doesn't need to be a chicken shit. Essentially, I don't no. know because Shayna like was intimidating. She's like, "Yo, I'm gonna tear your arms off." Yeah. that's fucking scary. Like, yeah, she keeps getting better to me as I. I see her as that monster now because she's been fucking people up. And then, yeah, I don't know. I think the match will be great. Mm. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I'm just saying, both of these women looked great in the it's promo. It's going to be a very different type of match to what we've seen with uh, It's just going to be very, like, competitive. It's going to be very, like, athletic. Like, it's going to be very, like, they're both going to try to, you know... We haven't really up. seen uh, Shayna against, yeah, like, a, <coughs> a big, right. strong... She's been against yeah. the, like, undersized baby faces. So, so. this should be interesting. Another interesting match, Adrian Jaoud 
mm. comes down to the ring. We've seen this guy before. Yeah, we've seen him a couple of times. I, oh, I'm always impressed when I see this guy. Uh, we didn't mention him in our uh, best enhancement talent of the year because he was definitely an yeah, honorable mention. This definitely. guy is interesting. Um, he's from Rio de Janeiro. He's like the BJJ guy. He's always doing the the stances here. He's always moving. So I bet that pissed you off because he's always like ready to. No, fight. but it, he's, he's like, in the fight. He, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, he has the unfortunate, um, task of facing, I'm not even going to try to say his name. Dominic Dijakovic. Dijakovic. As Mauro said, guys, we got to scratch the itch. It's Dijakovic. Wow. Not Dijakovic. Ah, thanks Mauro. Feast your eyes. Uh, he comes down here. So this will be an interesting matchup. Uh, a listener of ours sent me a, a, a tweet at the Bray D and said, Hey, is it just me or is it Dominic Dijakovic, the next Ken Shamrock? And I was like, Hey, he is. He looks like him too. Uh, intensity. Yeah, yeah. Jaoud is uh, pretty insane. They they mentioned that Jaoud was undefeated, undefeated, for 17 years. What? That's crazy. Is that real? Yeah. Because that's not something you would lie about. No. You wouldn't sure. just be like, Yeah, the guy wasn't beat for 17. So in jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, this dude was undefeated for 17 years and then signed to WWE. So, yeah, cool. Uh, he hits this crazy takedown. Like, it was like a real fight, a uh, real UFC-style kind of fight here. Uh, I know that my attention was supposed to be on Dijakovic, mm. but I was watching Jaoud. Um, the commentators were, were on both guys' sides, which I like in the squash match. You can't just, like... Look at Donovan Dijakovic, and it's like, well, the other guy's cool too. Yeah, they they gave him enough offense. It yeah. was I. They've done this a few times in NXT. Like their their job squash matches, like are a little more fifty fifty, yeah. which is nice. Um, but I I love the beginning of this match because it really did feel like a real yeah, fight. It, a it fight. didn't feel like something we've seen in WWE. They there was were, there they was were like, legit trying to take each other. Yeah, down they're trying to stuff. take each other down, and then uh, Jaoud gets him in the corner and hits like a double leg takedown. Like this is a big move. Like it looked really cool. Um, but they they scuffle. They go back and forth here with like trying to take each other down. Um, the the story of this match is Jaoud is clearly like more. Tr- they they say he's like he was undefeated. He's mm. he's well trained. And he keeps trying to take Donovan, uh, Dominic, sorry, I keep calling him Donovan, to the ground because he can take him, like, he can out-wrestle him on the mat. But then Dominic realizes this, so he keeps trying to get to his feet, finally does, and when they fight on their feet, that's where Dijakovic uh, gets the advantage. Um, there's just, like, this series of strikes when he fights back and, like, a spinning back elbow, but then it all comes down to the Feast Your Eyes, which is like one of my new favorite oh, it's wrestling a great moves. Move, yeah. So he has you in the torture rack, like you're just a corpse, and then he flips you over and then hits a high knee to the face. It's like the GTS, but inverted kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I love that move. It's great and move. And he pins uh, Jaoud here. So Dominic Dijakovic uh, wins. This was cool. The yeah. only thing is the crowd for this whole episode was really kind of dead. And there was a spot in this match where it was so quiet that you could hear, like, a baby, like, talking or crying. <laughs> it was, it took me, it was, like, right near the finish. I'm like, oh, he's going for something. And you just hear, ah, yeah, I, that, that, that. I'm like, what? What is that? Why, yeah. how quiet is this place? I guess you're sitting through hours of these tapings. Right. And you know when you see uh, Dijakovic come out, you know it's going to be a squash match. Sure. You know what's going to happen right. here. Um but no, I, I quite enjoyed this. Um, 
I mean, if Andrade is losing Cien Almas, it's only a matter of time yeah. before... It's just going to be Dijakovic. He'll just be Dom. <laughs> um, he Pass. also... He needs new music. It's very, very generic. He will be Dijakovic, definitely, on the main roster. Yeah. It's like Rusev, right? Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing more of him, though. <clears throat> we go to the War Raiders. It is Viking footage, essentially. It's a video promo edited out... They're somewhere in their Viking thing. I actually kind of like this. I think I would have done it a little differently, but they cut a promo. They got like their Viking gear on. They got like torches with fire on it. And they say, we gather here to celebrate victories and the scars we earn. We respect you, Undisputed Era. You have run NXT, but you have taken pieces from us. So now we will take it all from you before every great battle we come here and they're in their their viking land i guess i don't know what state this is but um your tactics have been bold but your era will end and that is undisputed and then they they put their fire torches to this thing and then it lights the undisputed era's chair logo on fire therefore the vikings are proclaiming they are taking the land from the Undisputed Era. Uh, I really, I want to see more Viking things because I feel like these guys are like, the who are the brothers? Rowan? Yeah. They're, they're like that, but it makes more Russian sense. Brothers. Yeah, it makes, it's not, they don't have big hammers. However, watching this, the War Raiders are going to lose at TakeOver Phoenix and they're getting taken up to the main roster very quickly, in my opinion. I do not see these guys being in NXT much longer. This did not. This all of a sudden felt like I was watching WWE. Yeah, I. This felt like it belonged on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. I I hate these kind of vignettes. Right. Um, I, like I said, I, I would have done this better. I'm just over sort of these kind of characters. See, now. the character would have been better um, if they if they just if they didn't cut a promo and it was like, hey, take a look at these guys. And then and, you know, like when you see like behind the scenes of someone's like life kind of thing. NXT mm. does it really good. I thought that's what this was going to be, and then it turned into the, them being Vikings. I mean, the, these kind of vignettes are what you play for weeks before they start in the main yeah, roster. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I just. It doesn't feel very NXT. No, this one. Um, this one, I felt like I was watching. Smackdown. It was well shot. I just. Okay, next time. I don't know. I find, see. This would be so much better because because here it's like they're 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 trying to be like we're Vikings. Next, you just show like, hey, look, this is my life. This is what I do, and then it's like him training. Raymond Rowe is a uh, straight edge. He lives the Viking lifestyle. Him and Sarah Logan, whatever. You could have just showed bursts of that. Mm. It's cool. Cut to Hanson. He's on his motorcycle. He's at a bar somewhere. Like. You just show their actual selves without going, okay, what are you? Okay, we're Vikings. Okay, cool. So uh, say some things about, you know, battles and shit. It's like, mm you don't yeah. need to do that. We're not stupid. Like, you're real people. We know that. But there might be people that, like, I just find these kind of things lame. Um, and I, I have, thought it was lame. I and I love these guys. But I also think maybe as a kid, I'd have found this really cool. True. Um, so you're not going to appease to everyone's tastes. I'm, I'm kind of over, like characters in wrestling yeah, I like me too I like people their characters being themselves exactly that's what I'm saying um, be, be be just a hint like oh you're a viking on the weekend cool don't yeah. come out wearing a viking hat cause you know what when they're on the main roster you're gonna go to Wrestlemania next year and it's gonna be like buy your war raiders viking hat yeah. buy your this it's like no don't try to sell me just be yourself yeah. and I feel like 
If they do that, these guys will be great. And I feel like they will be. You'll see these guys on the main roster. I've watched these guys in Ring of Honor, New Japan. They kill it. When mm. they're on. When the spotlight is on them, they will deliver. So I have no faith. I would love to see them beat ERA, but I am telling you right now. I, I don't. don't I want to see yeah. Undisputed Yeah, for, I want to see Undisputed ERA go with it. So War Raiders, show up on the main roster. Because guys, make your money. You deserve it, in my opinion. We get a recap of NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool. Shows clips from all the matches, including the tag match we said. Tony Storm is the NXT Women's uh, Champion. She beat Rhea Ripley. Is Rhea Ripley just going to go to the main roster? No. no sure, they'll I don't, keep her there. I don't... Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. Take my money, please. No, not yet. No, she's going to be there for a while. I think. Like, I, uh, I am a man who falls in love very easily. Watching Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley, very hard. Very hard <laughs> to decide on everything. Um, Johnny Gargano comes down to the ring. Singing his own music. I thought of Which it instantly. Uh, when I first heard Johnny Gargano's music, I was like, ugh, sounds like Paramore. One of my least favorite bands ever, which I'm going to get heat for. Um, but you play it and sing it all the goddamn time. Now I like it. It's a good song. What, what, he was singing it, and he's such a little cheeky little fuck when he comes down to the ring. Because yeah. he's he like, My, this rebel heart, this rebel heart. He's so funny. Um, he's going up against 205's newest, biggest superstar, Humberto? Humberto? Humberto. Humberto Carrillo. Uh, the crowd is really dead here. These two start off, but Johnny realizes that Full Sail is just dead. Mm. And he does this like thing where he out-wrestles him and spins around and wrenching the arm, and he goes, Johnny Wrestling! And then the crowd kind of <laughs> interacts, and you could tell. He knows he's good at what he does. Yeah. Um, I, wrote, I wrote here, Carrillo, every time I ever watched uh, Carrillo, he reminds me because he's not super small. He's tall. He's yeah, pretty he's tall. tall. Yeah. He always reminds me of this other superstar I used to watch in uh, TNA and I think WCW, uh, Hector Garza. Okay. And then the commentary team mentions just in passing that Hector Garza is Humberto Carrillo's uncle. So oh, I'm like, damn. well, that makes fucking sense because yeah. you remind me of that guy. He was also like kind of bigger, but could do like the lucha shit. So I was like, cool. Uh, I just needs a makeover, and he'd be great. Um, there's like a, an apron super kick where he just kicks Johnny in the face, sending him to the outside, and then hits this like huge cyclone tope to the outside yeah. and lands on his feet like nothing. So Carrillo's definitely talented. He hits this crazy shit out of nowhere. Um, Gargano gets in the ring and hits his slingshot spear, and after he does it, he reminded me of Randy Orton because he hits it and he goes, STUPID! <laughs> <laughs> Um, there is a top rope drop kick from Carrillo, followed by a backflip standing moonsault. Very impressive, but only a two count. Johnny Wrestling then takes the advantage, hits a crazy looking super kick, the lawn dart, and a nasty, and I mean nasty, slingshot DDT into the ring, and he pins Humberto Carrillo here, um, pretty much taking his head off with his DDT. Um, and then after the match, Gargano looks at the camera in the ring and says, Ricochet, you want my respect? Next week, show me it or whatever. So uh, that's the match we're getting at TakeOver Phoenix. Johnny Gargano versus Ricochet for the North American Championship. Oh my God, I can't contain myself. Uh, this, was, this was a great little squash match as well. 
Um, both guys look great. I like uh, I like when uh, wrestlers finish with different moves yes. as well. Um, but it was it's believable. Not, yeah, he completely. Killed him, right? Completely. Yeah, um, I didn't need to see that. I thought as soon as he hit him, I'm like, oh, he's done. Yeah. And it made it made it believable. So now when I go to watch the takeover match, he's, he's going to hit this move. He's going to bite on that move. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, great, great little match here. Um, I wish the best for Humberto Carrillo in 205 because he's a good lad. Mm. Um, Johnny Gargano can do no wrong. He's so good. So damn good. Is that match going to be insane or what? Ricochet oh, Gargano? Oh, it should be awesome. Fuck. Let's go to, let's go to Phoenix. You want to go? <laughs> sure. All right, let's go. Uh, <clears throat> Champa, he's backstage. He cuts a promo here. It's not like the, the, the basic Champa ones we've seen. It's more of the, like, he's just being filmed and talking to the camera. So it's not like he's doing one of his own taped things. Uh, he says, Alistair, you refer to the champ as the puppet master. That's because you are the ultimate puppet. You're so gullible. You just... You don't understand. You want to fight me all the time. Last week you brought the fight to me. This week you're saying you want to fight me. Well, you just don't understand. The fight... I mean, the champ fights on the biggest, grandest stage. So we are going to wait till TakeOver Phoenix. And then this is the line. This is the killer line. If you've been following NXT, if you're as big of, of an NXT mark as me and I, then you'll know this is the line that burns As him. me and I? As you and I. <laughs> <laughs> he says, the champ fights on the biggest stage. That's what a main event player does. But Alistair, you wouldn't understand that. Nice. <laughs> because if you remember, he, he never had a main event. He never, yeah. Even though he was the champion. Yeah. This is a fucking dig. Oh, man. Yeah. How do these guys always keep... Getting me back into these matches. <laughs> Anyways, he says, listen closely. You want the fight? Hm. Be careful what you wish for. And then he kisses Goldie and then walks off. This was a fantastic promo. I think I chose Champa as my best on the mic uh, last yeah. year. Uh, yeah. He's so good. He's such a baddie. It's like I believe that he hates this guy and he's just a like terrible human yeah. being. Like. Also, the main event line, very, very good. That's so meta. So meta. Um, so, obviously, next week, they're going to brawl, and he's going to get the advantage over Alistair Black, is what he's saying. Careful what you wish for. Um, there's a vignette here for Velveteen Dream. I think it's the same one we it had is. last week, isn't it? It is, It's yeah. going through all the tweets uh, of all these like legends who Hulk are saying, uh, Dream is the guy. Is the same one, but yeah. dream on. Next week, we're getting Gargano and Ricochet in the ring, staring down some sort of contract signing or whatever. But now we get to our main event of the evening. You know what time it is, David? It's time for Big Lads Wrestling. Yeah. Another edition of Big Lads Wrestling. Cassius Ono versus Keith Lee. They're big lads, right? Yeah. All right. Keith Lee... Uh, <laughs> Keith Lee lifts up Cassius Ono in a gut wrench thing oh, early on in this awesome. match, and I'm like, dude, how did you do that? Yeah, how are you a are you a, a human? Like, I'm not saying Cassius Ono is the biggest guy, but like, no, he was... lifts him up in a gut wrench powerbomb position, like it's he was nothing, like he was Johnny Gargano, like he just lifts him up. 
Uh, Keith Lee is a fucking beast. Um, there's a huge kick to the face by Cassius Ono early on, and I mean to the face. He kicks Keith Lee in the mouth, and then he does it again and again and again. He just keeps booting him while he's down. He hits a back senton splash for a two count. Uh, Lee fights back, hits a slingshot crossbody into the ring. Um, he then hits the pounce on Cassius Ono. I liked uh, the pounce he did because he he changed direction. It was yeah. a, one of the usual sequences like Irish whip, drop down, leapfrog, that kind of thing. Yeah. But he he changed direction and hit the pounce, which I thought was pretty. Yeah, cool. I like when like people came like, out of nowhere. change the formula. Sure, uh, the pounce is a great move too. It just runs into you, hits you. Um, there's a spot here where like the ref gets socked. No, he gets yeah. punched down, so the ref is like distracted, and of course, Cassisono takes advantage low blows Keith Lee the ref turns around didn't see it the rolling elbow connects Cassius Ono pins Keith Lee oh my god Matt Riddle comes down but all these referees are trying to hold him back because he's not cleared he he can't come down ringside Uh, Ono clears the ring runs up the ramp Riddle is in the middle of the ring consoling Keith Lee tries to fight him but can't in his flip-flops, I might add. And the show goes off the air. Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono will be added to... Yeah, I assume that's the fifth match. I assume we're not getting Cole and we're not getting Dream on the card, which is crazy. I feel like we're getting that match too. How? Like, I mean, we've got Dream next week, but there's only one show left. I think it's really thrown together. I I don't think... I think it will be thrown together. We've got your five matches already. Uh, this match was okay. The Keith Lee and Cassius Ono. Yeah, this it's, it just felt like ex- a setup. I yeah. was expecting more from these two. I think you're right. It was a setup. It wasn't overly long, uh, but I think these two could go at it and have a much better match. Keith, than this. Keith Lee and Matt Riddle are both in the same. Like I mentioned it earlier, like they're both in the same position right now. Mm. They're really good. We know they're really good. What's your character? I don't really know. You still wear indie gear, okay? What, let's let's move forward. Um, Percy uh, brought something that I thought was pretty cool and he said uh, this was what happened to Ono when he faced Hideo Itami which was what a year ago a year and a half ago right wow um, you know when Itami was going through his old like respect me thing and yes. was turning and Ono was like you're being a dick and he did this same finish yeah like, true the distraction the low blow and everything so I thought that was a nice little callback because uh, WWE quite often like Try to make you forget what happened. Not NXT, a few ago, but Remember, not NXT. NXT. Everything is, uh, everything comes together. So I really like that. Uh, Nigel also says, "Search for wrestling genius in Google when Ono comes up." And I thought uh, he might just be like, just saying that. But I search for wrestling ge- genius on Google, and Ono comes up. Wrestling genius. Wrestling genius, and Cassius Ono's the top. Well, my oh wow, yeah, what? Which. Okay. So he wasn't lying. <laughs> also, yeah, this, also this, Lanny, Lanny Popo. And Lanny Popo. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that match was just okay. I think they can do something much better. Uh, I am looking forward to a proper Riddle Ono match. Ono Riddle will be really great, but this was just whatever. But I, I enjoyed the whole episode here as a, as a whole because it kind of brings everything together. Like leading into... Next week is the last episode to go home before yeah. Phoenix, so... I thought it was. I thought everything was kind of 
pro property laid out yeah. properly laid out for me. Let's go to our feedback forum.postwrestling.com. We post feedback every Wednesday night. Go there; it's always free, such as our show. Let's go to no who no hus no hus no hus no hus. Hey, hey, I know you guys like long time, first time, so here I am. Hey, long time, first time. Long time, first time. As someone who really fell off the NXT train in 2018. Wow. Oh, dude. You fell Go off back. in 2018? Yeah. That's when you should have jumped on the train. He says, I decided to wa start watching back this year, and I've really been enjoying it. I personally don't get the hype around the War Raiders, and I think that the Street Profits should be the one to dethrone the era, but that's just me. Montez Ford is fantastic, and Angelo Dawkins... He is Angelo Dawkins' free ticket to the main roster. But wait, were they facing JC and Chris? Yep. Goddamn right. Uh, Carrillo's stock has risen so much in the past 48 hours. He had a crazy match with Buddy Murphy on 205 Live, and then has a match with Gargano. He will be filling the role of Mustafa Ali since he has left 205 Live. Bianca Belair is a star, but does anyone else think that calling her overrated is a bit of a trashy, a full sale? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, full sale was behind Shayna. That's the thing. Like, I find wrestling fans are idiots. Sorry, I'm one as well. But they'll just <laughs> chant whatever they sure. you're told to chant. So right. if someone goes, as long as it fits the meh, 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 meh tune, yeah. people will chant it. Sure. So, yeah, I agree. He also says, Why do you think Triple H gives superstars long-ass names like Dominic Dijakovic or whatever? <laughs> Knowing that Vince is going to say, What the fuck is a Dijakovic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is a Cian Almas? Uh, have a wonderful rest of the week, you two. Thank you. Long time, Thank first time. Thank you. Uh, we have Charbel from Victoriaville, Quebec. Uh not first time, long time, but I think first time up on up next. No, yes, I, I think we've had Charbel before. He used to be a regular feedbacker on uh, back in the day. Uh, I'd stopped watching NXT because I had too much Nintendo Switch games to finish, <laughs> and you kept me up with everything. So I just decided to watch what you told me. You were talking about NXT with so much praise, so I decided to come back. Welcome back. You got two welcome backs this week. Wow. Uh, honestly, I know there's a lot of buzz about Keith Lee, but man, I didn't like the match. I watched with my wife tonight and she thought that the match was boring AF and so slow for an XT standard. I know nothing about him. Should I keep watching his stuff or not? Because to me, he's becoming a jobber of some sort. Uh, question for Davey. I listened to BWE and they, were not that, and they were not that much into the Blackpool show, but I thought it was so awesome and even online critics were good. Is that because there's so much good stuff on the indie that we don't know about that you guys do? Or that show was okay to good at best. Does Coffee suck that bad? It was funny how they compared him to Triple H. Didn't even notice. Wow. Um, good I call. think, uh, yeah, I listened to their um, their show and they were pretty down on the main event. They, right. I didn't like the main event as much as um, the other stuff, though. They were basically saying they were doing that Triple H style, which is just do a long match and then put all your shit in in the last five minutes. Yeah. And it was, it was very slow to start with. Um, I think the thing is, um, as new as a lot of these guys are to uh, fans like over here in the US and Canada and the rest of the world, these are guys that, if you're a fan of wrestling, there's a wrestling show nearby to you every week back home. So all of these guys, people have been seeing regularly for the last few years. And honestly, like the indie style, people are like are killing it way more 
on the in, on the outside because you're kind of restricted in WWE to an extent. Um, so I think there isn't quite as much excitement. It, it's really cool having a takeover show in the UK. It's right. that's awesome. Like WWE's growing in the UK, that's awesome. But there are are guys like Mark Andrews and and Pete Dunne and all these guys we've been seeing for years. So it, it isn't it's actually big as exciting for the Brits. Um, Having Walter come in is great, though. Yeah, I really like, that. but it's, you're going to see, like, as I said, I'm going back um, next month and I'm probably going to go to the Progress show right. over the WWE show because it's, it's probably going to be a better standard and it's going to be all the same guys you're going to see at the WWE UK show anyway. Same company now. Um, but I, I did enjoy the Blackpool show. I think that tag match was tag brilliant. Tag match was the best. Um, I, I didn't like the whole Balor-Devlin uh, thing. Um, the main event was okay. I did get into it at the end. But you're right. It's that formula of just long, Having, long ha- matches mean epic. But sometimes that long match could be 20 minutes of yeah, coffee, like coffee, coffee didn't. Really, I've seen him wrestle before, and I don't mind him, but he didn't really bring it for me. And the, he was an afterthought because now everyone wants to see Walter and Pete Dunne, and Walter should be the guy who takes the strap off Pete Dunne and be the wrecking ball in NXT yeah. UK. Uh, a, a shot came out from the. They did like the tapings for TV, like the day or two after that takeover. Are you going to do a spoiler, and everyone's going to be mad at you again? <laughs> and, and 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 Walter is in action against some jobber, but someone took a video right. from this live event. Walter chops this dude, and I think he kills. Him. I oh, think he gives him respiratory like problems yeah. because it sounds like a gun. The guy films this this crowd shot films from like it's all over Twitter. Mm. Films from like high up nosebleeds in this cool arena or theater in Blackpool. I'm assuming it's the same venue, and it sounds like someone fired a gun. Damn, it's so loud. <laughs> like um, Jesus, just that, and that's it. That kind of ties in your question about the UK with Keith Lee. Keith Lee is someone that has been killing it on the indies. Yeah. He's a fantastic wrestler. He's taken away. Um, and they sign people to sign people. I they're said trying that to Man turn City, NXT they just into sign yeah. everyone. They're trying um, to turn NXT into the indies. Like they don't want indie people to make money. They want to make their money on the indies. Yeah. So that's what they're gonna do. But and I think it's gonna be like do, do seek out some Keith Lee because he has had some really good matches, and I I, I don't think we've seen it particularly on. Uh, on NXT yet. Charbel also says that we need to play uh, Zelda Breath of the Wo- Wild? Wind? Breath of the Wild. Right. Oh yeah, so like, because you can split the controllers. So play both players link, but oh, like, nice. I have one half of him, you okay. have the other. Alright. Uh, can't wait to, for Davey to be mad at you all the time. Twitch it. <laughs> uh, David gets so fucking mad when I ruin him, when I wash you with Luigi. Luigi number one. Uh, David George, I personally support... Uh, no, sorry. He says, I'm impressed with Herberto Carrillo against Johnny Wrestling. He's a big guy. He goes, uh, SSDD for Bianca Belair. And if you read this, Miss Belair, please listen to the crowd. It's time to flip the switch. Turn babyface. He's got a few questions. Is Shane Thorne going to give it, get, get in a push someday? Not anytime soon, I don't think. Uh, what is the current status of other in, injured NXT wrestlers? Is the Street Profits the successor to Crime Time? And is there any new signees? God bless you both. Um, well, I read an article that uh, about a year or so ago, Kushida mm-hmm. asked Gato to join the Bullet Club. Like he said, I should be put in the Bullet Club. And they said no. 
And that is a big reason why Kushida has now signed to WWE. Right. I'm, I'm reading this. The dirt sheets. Um, so that's a signee that you would put there. But I don't think he would go to NXT. I think he would go to 205. I'd like him in NXT. I fucking love Kushida. Or both. Uh, so we'll see. Um, and any other injuries? I mean, we just talked about Dakota Kai being injured, but I can't think of any that are like big, big ones because all, yeah, all, yeah, um, all of our main, yeah, all of our main, yeah, all of our main cast members are here. So, um, We're next we have Wrestling Gram. Uh, hey guys, I've only started listening to Up Next since you've been a part of Post Wrestling, but I appreciate and love the show so much. I really feel like I know you guys. Oh, thank oh. you. This is my first feedback, so I guess it would make it a drum roll. <laughs> Hashtag long time first time. Oh, long time we... first time. What an episode I chose to start off on because we got the return <laughs> of JC and Chris. The fucking goats. Also, We Forgot You, clap, 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 is the second best chant of 2019, only behind Are You Watching Vince McMahon. Right. Also, what's your take on the release rumours for The Revival mm. and The Canalysis? Fuck The Revival. I... I honestly feel we're going to be having a lot of people requesting their release Good. and a lot of people being denied by WWE and just letting them sit out their contracts. Hey, Mike Mike and Marie are going to be sitting on their couch for the rest of the year. Yeah. They're not going to show up. Um, Same with the Revival. What happens? How do you break, bre- breach a contract? Like if I think the Revival would be so cool to have with uh, all of the I do, and I think WWE know that. And if they, they can afford to pay them, they'd rather just pay them to sit on the couch and not let anyone else have them. Jalen uh, from Pickering. Montez Ford, fire. Forgotten Sons instantly make my eyes glaze over. Keith Lee should be cutting his own promos, not having a stoner talk while he makes weird faces. Yeah. Thank you. I uh, found all the horsewomen terrible. Meanwhile, yeah. Bel Air came off nicely and had that great 2020 line. Dijak's new name is the wordiest name in NXT. It looks like Johnny Wrestling really got to relax for the holidays. He's not as ripped and, and had some chest hair. I did notice that. He looked a little... Normal guy looking. Maybe that's part of the heel character. He says, It's good to see the second best wrestler in NXT. And Lee and Dijak have terrible themes. Question. Who in NXT has the best chance of becoming a genuine main event star on the main roster? Dream, Bel Air, and Ford seem like money to me. Yeah, Velveteen Dream will be your guy. Dream. Yeah, I see Bel Air as well. Um, I'd love to see Gargano make it, but I think it's... One it's day. tough, but I, I would love to see him. One day, sir. Uh, Jake uh, from the Windy City. Davey, are you done with 205 Live now that they're back on Tuesdays? It's I, easier to watch now, isn't it? True. It's Tuesdays. You have um, an extra day now. I think it, it, 205 often depends on my schedule. Like right. last night, I didn't get home from work until 4, and then we're recording at 10. Right. And I've got to fit in like NXT some time in between there. Um as I said, I'm going to go back and watch the Buddy Murphy Humberto Carrillo match. So I'm I'm going to try and keep it up, but it's it's not going to be every week, right? And especially with it not being part of the Wednesday lineup now, it's I don't know if it's old news. Like I'd, I'd watch 205 and I'd watch NXT UK if I had more time. Just in like you know, yeah, people have jobs. We have to make money. Um, but when I do watch it, like I usually enjoy it. Yeah. Watch it in the background. I think that's the thing as well. Like if I watch NXT UK. Because uh, that's in the afternoon here, so if I'm working in the evening, sometimes I get to watch that before going. I might talk about that, um, but NXT is the main show. But I I will keep my eye on 205 and NXT UK. I'm going to this next one. It's so long, so I'm going to give an, he This guy, Mystery, uh, he wrote this long novel about his feedback, but then he was so kind to read a too long didn't read. 
So basically, I'm going to read some of his notes here. He says he don't like how he doesn't like how either women came across in, the, in that promo. Um, I feel like neither woman came across as someone you should root for because they were just both the heel. Uh, I'm going to stick with my initial prediction and say that Shayna should retain. Uh, he says neither Bianca or Shayna are all likable in this feud. Uh, I still see Shayna retaining because Bianca has gone of her way to piss off every female in the locker room. I think as an actual babyface, there will be the one to dethrone Shayna, and that will be Io Shirai. That's going to be the one to take out Shayna? I don't know. We'll see. I'm interested in seeing where Bianca and, and Shayna go. I don't think Bianca should win either, but I think I, don't think, I think this will, her streak will end, and then it helps the character. So she'll be humbled by that. Um, and then there's one... More bit of feedback there. Uh, nice to see Deuce... PJ River says, Nice to see Deuce and Domino back in action. I think Montez will someday go to the main roster, probably without Angelo Dawkins. It's great that they're teasing a breakup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one likes Angelo Dawkins. Damn. Poor guy. Damn, damn, Angelo. Uh, and that's it. Forum.postwrestling.com for feedback every week. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, just a reminder that the uh, the thread for the in betweeners movie uh, yes, uh, our next is all up. Is our up. next up next uh, movie review? We'll be doing it uh, the week after the rumble. Um, in betweeners, so sometime between the twenty ninth of January and second of February, we'll be reviewing the in betweeners movie and chatting about the series as a whole. We've already got a few pieces of feedback on there. Yep. Um, I believe it might be US Netflix has the series. Um, I know it's not on the Canadian one because we no. tried to watch it on yeah. there. Uh, but the series is on a version of Netflix. As a um, as a as a North American mm-hmm. Canadian, I highly recommend anyone who's not seen the Inbetweeners who likes funny shit uh, to go check out just the first episode of the show. And tell me you're not into it. And then watch it all because it's only like 20 minutes and there's only like fucking 10 episodes. And then a movie, which I have not watched the movie yet. Yeah. But I'm wondering, for that movie review, mm-hmm. since you're the Brit, yeah. you should uh, lead. Oh, I'll be leading. And, yeah. I'll, and I'll just sit back and get sure. really stoned and watch this movie. Sure. Great. Uh, so Inbetweeners is our next movie review. The feedback is up at forum.postwrestling.com. And the review, like they said, will be out after... The Royal Rumble next week sometime. So just we're giving you time to, to catch up on the in-betweeners. And uh, we'll be swimming in clunge, as Jay would say. Is that Jay Absolutely. from the in-betweeners, right? Get yeah. your wellies out, boys. Oh, God. Uh, so that's it. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, follow us, uh, postwrestling.com. I am on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us. We always post silly stories of ourselves. At the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. And... We are now on Spotify yes, as well. Yes, Spotify. Put us in your playlists of podcasts. Uh, thank you, everyone, for that. Uh, go on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a, a rating or a review or something. Tell your friends about it. You know? Yeah. All right. Goodbye. We will talk to you next week. Be safe. Ahoy!
Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.